Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill, your host. And in today's episode, I have a special guest, Tanea Wilson, who I'm connected to. And you might have seen me mentioning a few times on LinkedIn. Uh, she works in networking. She does actually a lot of things. And we're going to talk about several of those here. But uh, Tanea, do you mind introducing yourself a little bit and just some of the things you're working on right now? Uh, yes. Uh, first, thank you for having me. Ken, it's really an honor. Um, like you said, my name is Tanea. And yes, I I do a lot of things Maybe it's <laughs> because I'm a Gemini. I hear we're always busy, but um, just getting back into networking. Um, now, my job is a little bit of everything. It's small, so it's like system admin, networking, and help desk stuff okay. all together. Um, I still do my fitness business part-time. I don't, I'm not taking a lot of clients, but I still am a little open depending on my schedule because it's really busy. Um, that's about it right now. I have not spent any time on the car scene, no racing, no <laughs> building my car in the last few months. Um, too busy studying and working. And not as much bodybuilding as I like, and that makes me cry, but I'm almost finished with the CCMP, so I'll be back on the stage soon. Yes, and we've all seen uh, the LinkedIn post with the late night studying, like your mm -hmm. little screenshots of like, hey, it's midnight and I'm up here like, woo, in the lab. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. definitely, uh, you know, and that's definitely motivating for a lot of people that are maybe like, hey, I can't do this studying or hey, I'm up late at night, nobody else is. But yeah, she is too with you guys. So. Yes, I'm either studying. up really, really early or I'm up really, really late, which is like the same time. I'm either up till three or I'm getting up at three. <laughs> Perfect. You know, at least you have that, that consistency in the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I have to ask, you know, just because just I know sort of your, your transition a little bit, but how did you get into the IT realm? Like what start, sparked that interest for you? Was it somebody you knew that was kind of working in IT where you're like, hey, I just want a new job. I want to try something different. What was sort of that sparking point? And then can you talk about a little bit of your journey from when you first were like, hey, I want to do IT and now what do I, what steps do I need to take or what steps did you take to get to where you're at now? Um, what it started a long time ago when I was little, I had always um, loved technology and I wanted to be in IT. I actually had like my room set up, what I used to call my command center. It was like this <laughs> really old IBM computer and I had my uh, Nintendo NES connected and I had like a whole bunch of just random um, little gadgets. And I used to play in the corner of my room. I would call it my command center. And uh, so I've always loved networking and IT. But um, and in 2004, I went to college for IT. I thought I was going to do communication things in the Marine Corps. Okay. And then um, <laughs> three kids <laughs> and five moves. And how many years is that? Six years later, um, after graduating, just too much had happened, and I wasn't able to join the Marine Corps. After three tries, it was always something. Um, gotcha. Either I was too old, their age limit is 28, and I was 28 and a half. And then it was mm. like, oh, you got to get an age waiver for that. And then I had too many kids. There's a dependent limit for officers, and it just things kept happening. So that was um, why I got into IT. I wanted to do something com related in the Marine Corps. 
Okay. And then after the Marine Corps just kind of fell to the side, I was like, well, forget it. Forget the Marine Corps, forget <laughs> IT, I'll just, at the time I had slowly started training people and I was like, I'll just run a fitness business full time. So I just kind of dropped trying to go to the Marines and dropped anything IT related and focused on the fitness business. And then that did really good. Um, it snowballed, it grew really fast. And um, after a few years, I was like, I'll just do this. In the back of my mind, I always wanted to come back to IT. And I would see things online or um, I always watched the big companies. And I always kept up with what Cisco was doing and Google and AT&T, Microsoft. <clears throat> and I always wanted to get back in, but I was so comfortable training people. I had my own schedule. I did what I wanted. I was making a lot of money. I just kept doing that. And then when we moved here to Pasadena, well, maybe uh, six months or so before we got here, I was like, forget it, I'm getting back in IT. So I <laughs> dropped everything fitness, no more car building, no car races, no car club. And I just hit the books and I got studying and I um, got my net plus and my CCNA in like an eight month window. And I started looking back for jobs and um, redid my resume, was calling recruiters, went to get back in IT. And so I did. Cool. Um, you mentioned Cisco. By the way, if anyone from Cisco is listening, uh, she'd be a great candidate. So hire her <laughs> Thank you. At, a, at a ridiculously large salary, as I always say. <laughs> so I want to touch on, you know, a few things from, you know, sort of your background. So let's, let's talk about CCNP first. Uh, I think that's okay. the big elephant in the room. Yes. So you, you, know, you failed it on your attempt, which many people have, by the way. I, I failed exams. It's just kind of a part of life, right? Mm-hmm. How do you bounce back from that? Because there's there's somebody out there that's failing ex an exam this weekend, unfortunately, whoever they are, and they're going to be looking and listening and probably listening to this podcast or seeing some traction on LinkedIn and wondering like, okay, well, how do I bounce back from this? How did how did she do it? So you mind sharing sort of how you are staying focused on going back and passing it the second time around? Yes. Um, it's hard because you've seen the post. I study five hours a day and I have four mm -hmm. kids and a job and a half. That's how I call it. And so it's like I put in all this work and I sacrificed all this time. When I could have been playing with my kids or something. And, and then I felt like, like, what was the point? But um like the knowledge is in the ways I still learned a lot. And then like, I didn't fail by a lot. So it's not like, um, <clears throat> not that I don't know what I'm doing or not that I can't pass. Um, it just could have been just a few questions or something that I maybe missed on one of the simulations. It could have been anything. So I try not to let it get to me because um, it is a really hard exam. And uh, the model that my family always says is fail forward. I don't expect to succeed at everything the first time. And so I just look at um, where I was weak, work on that more while still continuing working on the other things and just keep moving forward to do better next time. That's fantastic advice. And yeah, I've heard fail forward many times from very successful people. So that's, that's great that you're sharing that. So we talked a little bit, you're a busy person military spouse, your mom, you know, of four children, fitness person, CCNP, you know, <laughs> a couple of jobs. I mean, how do you do all that? Because there's people out there complaining, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I can't do this. I don't have time for that. And here you are like doing everything under the sun. How do you, <laughs> how do you balance that? I'm, I'm former military, so I understand the stress that spouses go through and, and all the responsibilities you have to do while your husband's deployed. 
-hmm. How do you, how do you do all that? Like what advice do you have for people out there? Um, I keep what I, I keep a really strict schedule and by strict, I just mean, um, I don't want to say I don't waste time, but like if I'm giving my time to other people, like I keep it really like we got between nine and 10 really, because if we go any further, I'm like going to push back everything else in my day, but I keep my schedule. I don't change it. I stick to it. And I just, um, <clears throat> what it comes down to is my dedication. Even when I don't feel like doing things and I see the clock and I know something needs to get done, I do it anyway. I just stick to my schedule no matter what. I literally wrote out a schedule up at three, get to the gym, be done by five, get home and study, uh, take the kids to school, go to work, come home, do dinner and homework with kids, movie, whatever they want to do, put them to bed, study. When I'm in prep, go back to the gym again to cardio. And I just watch the clock and whatever it is, I get it done when it needs to be done because I kind of don't have a choice. If I'm going to do all these things, then I have to do what I need to do to make sure I'm getting everything done. Now, do you also set like alarms on your phones to kind of keep you alert of the time? Or do you yes, just constantly check your phone? Yes, I have so many alarms on my phone. <laughs> I have like 10 <laughs> alarms on my phone. And they'll say like, eat, send those emails or take your supplements. Like I have alarms <laughs> for everything. I have three to wake up, two or three reminders, four or five to eat. I have alarms for everything. Cool. Awesome. And that's, that's great advice, especially what you're doing is what I always call block time, you know, seven to eight, I'm doing this nine to 10, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I found that really helps me over many, many of the past years to sort of stay focused and everything on what I need to get accomplished. Yes. Let's, let's talk about the car race and we, we have to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you, so with that, uh, cause obviously I, I, I did my homework a little bit at least and was able to see like, what I assume is your vehicle, or at least the vehicle you're, you're standing around. Uh, oh, you're seeing my Instagram, my car ground. Oh, boy. Yes. Uh, so your, your racing, is it primarily drag, or, or have you dived into other things outside of kind of the sort of the traditional street racing um, type of mentality or, or type of uh, realm that, that we would traditionally think? So if we thought of like street racing or racing, most people think of like Fast and the Furious or drag racing. Yes. Have you dived into any other types of racing? Like, have you ever done like the, I don't know, boxcar or derby or NASCAR? I'm probably throwing the wrong terms out there, but you, you understand. Like, <laughs> yes. Has it been more of kind of the, like, you just take your car and you go race? Or have you like done more towards like kind of the professional track of anything? Nothing anywhere near the professional tracks. Just literally hanging out with a whole bunch of other car guys and gearheads and just street racing, <laughs> watching street racing, drifting, just the fun car scene nothing serious now do you actually work on your car yourself or is that not i not do work on my car myself. oh my goodness yes. <laughs> i have done everything in the center of that cool. car <laughs> really nice okay yes now did you just sort of self-taught or is that something you grew up doing or you went to class um, for certain stuff or that's also self-taught because i used to love cars when I was younger, I would tell my husband in high school, um, I was a hottie in a hot car and I used to love this Mustang <laughs> and I couldn't wait to like fix up this Mustang. And um, so that was just another thing I used to like to do. Watch fast cars and learn about them and couldn't wait to drive and own one. 
Now, has that, uh, you mentioned it's gone down a little bit since the study with CCNP, but has that gone down as well with having children or have you kind of incorporated them into that aspect before you started studying for CCNP? Um, I can't say it's gone down because of them, because it didn't really pick up until they got older. Gotcha. Um, I see a lot of my friends and a lot of the car heads have to drop once they get kids because everything, like it's a 350Z, there's no car seats or anything. But um, even if I had been doing this before the kids, I just would have made space for it. I just would have made space in time. We would have had a family car and I still would have had my project car. So no uh, street racing in the minivan or anything? No. Okay. <laughs> Even though I know people who do that, they have spruced up their family car oh, and they, they hit the streets. <laughs> that's funny. But I would always want to keep my project and daily separate because, you know, you build them, you break them and rebuild. And I don't have time to break a daily for taxing four kids around and be without a car. Right. Now, are yeah. you kids, I know you mentioned kids are older, are, are any of them graduated yet? Or I think, do you have at least one in high school, if I recall? Is that correct? Uh, actually, the 15th was the first day of school, and now I have two high schoolers Whoa. and two elementary. Man, yes. growing up fast. They are. <laughs> My goodness. Have they, have they started thinking about like college or what they want to do after they graduate yet, or is it still kind of early? A little bit. One of them has been obsessed with the Marine Corps since he was like three and that's all he ever thinks and talks about that's still in his mind and then the other one he's mentioned two schools um after some class projects in eighth grade okay they're two completely different directions so I don't know what he's doing with his life he's an <laughs> athlete so he talks about the NFL a lot but then he talks about Harvard and sometimes he talks about University of Alabama I don't know what he's gonna do yet Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully he'll figure it out senior year and let right. you know. It's like he wants to be a businessman. He wants to go to Harvard, and then he's like, "No, nah, University of Alabama or Ohio. I'm going straight to the league." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be good at either one. Oh, absolutely. I I definitely believe that. By the way, just a quick sidebar. I know some professional players, so if if at that point he decides that that's sort of the path he wants to take, just just reach out to me and I'll connect him with some of them so they can go offer some advice and stuff. Oh, I would definitely do that. Thank you. I want to jump back on on the fitness stuff just a little bit, um, and then we'll kind of see what other advice you may want to share with anyone or anything else you want to talk about. So we we talked about a little bit. You, you alluded to you did some bodybuilding. You did the personal uh, trainer stuff. You worked at GNC. You are yes. certified. I'm assuming you're still certified, right, for the uh, personal fitness trainer stuff. I'm assuming. Uh, the uh, N- yes. N- NCS NCSF is that the correct mm-hmm. organization? Okay. So, what advice do you have for? Because a lot of people are trying to get like physically fit. I want to lose weight. I want to do these things. Are there any sort of, as a personal trainer and as someone who's gone through the the weight loss process yourself? and setting goals and sticking to them long-term, not just, okay, it's New Year's you know, resolution. Right. And any advice or any tips that you can offer sort of the people listening to this that are maybe thinking through their head, like, I do want to get in shape. I do want to, maybe I don't want the body of like the rock, right? Or maybe I don't want the six pack abs, but I do want to be healthier. I want to be alive to spend time with my kids and see them mm-hmm. accomplish things in life. Any sort of just basic tips you could offer them, even if they're the sort of the cliches, you know, coming from you, it might be something that they actually think through in their mind and actually implement versus if I told them this stuff. Um, My two most important tips would be 
track your calories like you track your money, at least for a little while. I know a lot of people hate counting calories, but it's, it's super evil necessary. Like you just, you can't make progress when you don't know what you're eating. Um, and the other one is be consistent. Everybody thinks you have to like diet really hard and only eat salad and chicken and uh, like drop all your favorite foods or stop some of your social habits, but that's not true. You just really have to be consistent. Um, follow the 80-20 rule. It's 80% of like nutrient dense healthy foods and 20% others, um, but it's mostly stay consistent. I know people who do really good for two, three days and then they stop or they lose a few pounds a week and then on, at the weekend they reward themselves and literally mm. lose all their results. It's um, counting your calories and staying consistent because no matter what the goal is, it is literally calories in, calories out. Um, it can break down into what you're eating and how much of those things you're eating as far as like fats, proteins, carbs, that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's a calorie number. You have to be in a deficit. You have to know how much you're eating. I've done so many demonstrations where somebody says, oh, it's just a handful of almonds or it was just this. And when I measure out a handful of almonds <laughs> and a serving of almonds, mouths drop. And so it's really important to know how much you're really eating and then stay consistent long enough to see results. Absolutely. That's great advice. And I actually know many people I've encountered in the past, even back when I was in the service, helping people lose weight and stuff, it was, there was a lot of that, like, okay, yeah, I'm, I've been good for three or four days or something. Mm -hmm. And then let me reward myself with this huge amount of calorie intake on the weekend right. party. And that's all right. Cause I'll work out in the gym tomorrow. Right. And you can't out train unhealthy diet and it's not even an right. unhealthy diet. You can be eating decently healthy and still be overeating and you still can't out train the high amount of calories that you're um, eating. It just, Absolutely. it doesn't work. Yeah. I know, I know, uh, I know some vegans that in fact are a relative of mine that, that are overweight, but they're mm -hmm. vegan. And you would think traditionally, well, they're vegan. It's all healthy with you're eating too many calories and that's why right. you're, you're not getting to the specific weight goals that you may have. Yep, it's literally calories. No matter what type of diet you follow, <clears throat> low carb, low protein, low fat, high fat, high protein, vegan, vegetarian, it all still comes down to calories. So I have to ask, if all I want to do is have like chocolate cake as my diet, as long as I stay below a certain calorie amount, I should be good? For the general population, Yes, I've done tests and I've seen okay. other trainers do them. I've seen celebrity trainers do them just to prove a point. Eating um, non-balanced and somewhat unhealthy for a certain period of time, but still being in a deficit just to prove a point. I've even done it myself. But um, So that's just literally the fat loss thing. But it also um, is not good for your health is why I don't recommend it because it's not just about losing fat. It's also about being healthy. Like having actual healthy body, healthy cells, healthy hair, healthy skin, you know, keeping your blood pressure down and cholesterol and things like that. Because you could be skinny and still be very unhealthy and out of shape. Absolutely. Yep. Met, met many of those people in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot real quick. Um, just just uh, something we talked about actually before we went live on the podcast. I hear you have a book in the works. So I know you've got some other things you're working on first, like the CCNP. 
right, here you have a like a, a diet or cookbook or something similar in the works. I just want to kind of bring that up for the aspect of for anyone out there that's listening, just keep an eye on her profile. She'll once that's that's uh, out there and done, whenever that is, because obviously she's a very busy woman with military spouse, children, uh, street racing. She's trying to be fast and furious, <laughs> the fitness stuff, CCNP, multiple jobs. Uh, she she's doing just so much. So it, it may take some time to, to get that out and get that completed because other things are, are more of a priority, right? Obviously the children are priority doing the CCNP family stuff, yes. fitness stuff, you know, all these things are other priorities, but I just want to kind of bring that up on this podcast for those out there listening that are saying, she's giving me good advice. I want to buy something from her. I want to buy a book. I want to buy a course. She has that type of stuff in the works, but it's, it's going to take some time to uh, get all that done. So just follow her profile. Don't be creepy and stalker, but just follow her profile. And again, <laughs> follow, follow mine as well if you're not already, just because I, as soon as I find out that she's got it done, I'm going to be posting a lot and, uh, and uh, uh, buying it myself as well. Um, so I just want to bring that up, that, that if you're out there, if you're kind of looking for the fitness stuff, because there's a lot of people in the, in the cybersecurity industry that are unhealthy. Uh, mm -hmm. I, see, I see it at conferences. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, man, you got to get that health in order because you can tell in your skin that, that you know you've got some some really bad stuff going on internally right and and i think that i just want to bring it i really just want to bring up the fact that you are working on some some um assets as we'll call them to put out there to help people because i think a lot of people are going to relate to what you're saying and and it's all about the teacher right it's all about that's what i've discovered with my online courses is that I can be saying the exact same thing as somebody else but but a lot of people relate to the way i say it or the story that i share with it so i think that what your what your background is with the with the military spouse having children still accomplishing all these goals being a very successful woman i think that relates to a lot of people that are listening to this podcast episode when it comes out and so that's why i wanted to bring that up so they they know that you're not just like putting this out here now and like they hear nothing more keep right. an eye out for her stuff that's going to be coming out uh, feel free to send me messages and i'll create a list uh, i won't hack you i promise <laughs> but um, I'll create a list of people and then whenever she, I know she's launching it, I can shoot you a message. So just yes. want to bring that up. Um, I know, I know we kind of talked about it before the call, uh, uh, but I wanted to throw you on the spot and, <laughs> and yeah. make sure you do it. So, yes, no worries. Any, and I, uh, I appreciate it. And I've, I've been so thankful and grateful because um, I know people understand why um, <clears throat> I, uh, haven't been so active in the fitness world because I have I've done it all I was meal prepping so I was cooking for clients I was training clients I have I guess it's all one business but I keep my bodybuilding stuff very separate from my fitness stuff um my, at least my bodybuilding hobby my life because that's my thing from the business if I have clients who are interested in that I do give advice and I can train for shows like I don't make people um have to listen or do bodybuilding stuff when they come to me that's completely separate so but i i've made suits i cook for people um i do it all all those services have completely stopped everyone has been so amazing and patient waiting for me to start training full-time and waiting for me to make suits or give back to cooking and i really appreciate it i always have the model like there's no balance like you're not going to be able to study all day and go to work and have time for all your hobbies kids family and social and get everything done so i've been really busy hitting the books and, and they understand i've been really appreciative i will be back on 
the cookbook and the suits and back on stage and training full time soon. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> yes. Right. I do miss it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think you brought up a great point. Sometimes you have to shift priorities to accomplish something, you know, like in this example, like CCNP. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I do want to say for the audience listening out there, if you have CCNP resources, because I think, uh, have you scheduled your next one? I have. I'm going to do it at the end of the month. So what is that? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> a glutton for punishment. She's not playing. She is not playing with anyone. She's going to knock that thing out. No, so if you're listening does. to this episode and you have CCMP resources, tips and tricks, anything like that, send them to her via LinkedIn. Yes. Uh, nothing malicious, but send her, send her that uh, via LinkedIn so she can use those resources before she goes and takes her next attempt at the exam where she'll pass it, of course. But uh, your resources might help her get a higher score. We want her to get 100% if possible. Uh, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, you, if you've got the resources, definitely share them. Any other advice that you want to offer the audience at all? It could be related to IT stuff. It could be related to fitness, mom stuff, spouse stuff, life stuff, any, anything, street racing, whatever. Um, I say whatever the goal everyone's working on. I'll write it down, come up with a plan. And just do whatever you have to do to get it done and be consistent. That's not just a diet thing. That's with everything thing. If you're studying and you've been saying, I'm going to get my CCNA or whatever it is, any um, kind of serve from any organization, what are you studying consistently? Do you have a study schedule? Do you have topics you're following? Are you, do you have scattered studying? Like come up with a plan, come up with a schedule, uh, the steps you're going to take to get things done and just follow it and be consistent. And be really strict with your time, with yourself and with other people who, who may be time wasters. Oh. If, you, if you hung out last weekend, don't hang out this weekend. Like, it's just really holding yourself accountable and having a plan for getting things done. That's awesome. how I'm teaching my kids. That's how I teach my clients. Awesome. I, I, I love that. I think uh, consistency, I think, is something that most people lack. So uh, I think that's mm-hmm. phenomenal advice. Like and, I said, and I, dropping I, that I'm not motivated thing. I don't think motivation is a thing because it lasts such a small time. And like when you say you're going to do something in that minute that you're motivated, then as soon as you're not motivated, you, you stop doing it. You were never really dedicated to doing the thing. It's about dedication, not motivation. I'm not always motivated to get up at three to go to the gym or get up at three and study or stay up and study till three after I had a really long day at work or the kids been driving me crazy and the house is dirty, but I do it because it needs to be done. Like I set this goal, I create a plan and I need to follow it so I can, you know, accomplish it and get things done. It's not always a feeling. I say not drop the feelings, but when it comes to your goals, um, there is no do it when you feel like doing it or I'm not feeling motivated. It's, you know, just being dedicated to finishing no matter what. I love that. Yeah. Cause uh, a lot of people will be out there right now saying, yeah, I'm motivated to get this done. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. matter at all. Uh, perfect. I mean, I, I think that you've offered, this is a whole like bucket of knowledge in this uh, particular episode. I'm going to let you go from, from this just cause I know you're extremely busy. You've got other things to do on your Saturday. So I, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to hop on here and offer all that good advice it's been a pleasure. I uh, just want to yes. thank you again for coming on. Very grateful for that. I know the audience listening is very grateful for that. Uh, just a quick reminder that she will be having 
some assets coming out on the fitness side of things after she does CCMP and spends time with the family and everything like that. So mm -hmm. uh, again, once that's out, just keep a look at her profile or mine on LinkedIn and we'll make sure we get that out for everybody to buy. That's the biggest thing, buy it, support. Um, so yeah, any other final advice you want to offer at all? I just want to thank everyone for their support. LinkedIn has been amazing and Twitter, the Lab Everyday community. Everyone has been really amazing with my transition back into IT. It's been really nice because I was really worried um, for like eight months. All I kept hearing was, oh, no experience, no experience. <laughs> and I was like, I had this degree. And I'm like, I was a professional learner. Like I had all these certs, fitness certs, and all these certs for designing and sewing clothes and IT certs. But like, I could never get the job we were always moving or whatever it was and so I had a lot of hard time getting experience and the community has been really great at helping um, me get my hands on and helping me learn with the real world versus the books and it's just been really nice I really thank everyone awesome yeah it's definitely a lot of people out there as long as you're willing to ask for help people will normally help you so yes that's uh, that's great you brought that up well, cool. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to keep you any longer. It's, it's definitely been a pleasure. Um, you know, we're, we're grateful, everyone, and when I say we, not my multiple personalities, but myself and the, <laughs> and the audience. Uh, we're very grateful for this episode. I think you, you did share a lot of knowledge, a lot of great advice that hopefully people are going to go implement after they hear this episode. Uh, and feel free to connect with her on LinkedIn. I will yes. have all that stuff along with, if she wants me to, share her other social media handles in this episode's description. So keep an eye out for that. If you don't see it for some reason, just shoot me a message on LinkedIn and I'll make sure you get that information. So again, just want to thank you, Tanea, for coming out and uh, hopping on the podcast and offering all that great advice. Yes, thanks for having me. I'll be talking to you soon. Sounds great. <laughs>